Okay, everybody! I love these intros. Stephen Key here, and I have some special, always I have special guests on the YouTube channel, InventRight TV, Brian and Kurt, inventors, hardworking guys. Um, there's Brian, there's Kurt. Okay, you guys, first of all, let's start out. Tell us a little bit about what you guys do. Brian, you can start. So, uh, Stephen, thanks, uh, first and foremost, thanks for having us on. Um, in my day job, I'm a medical sales uh, representative, so I call on uh, physicians and sell pharmaceutical products, and I've been doing that for about 15 years. I've, for the last 15 years, I've also been trying to find something to supplement my income, passive income. I've started a small business a couple years ago and then uh, sold that to continue to fund uh, some of our new inventions that we have that we're trying to license. So okay. I've always tried to get into some sort of entrepreneurial thing, but uh, until I met Kirk, uh, I didn't really know much about inventing and he uh, was working on the wrench and I was fortunate enough to be able to come on board with him and the wrench. And uh, you know, as you know, we uh, signed a licensing agreement uh, just a couple weeks ago. Wonderful. Kurt, what about you? You, you, you sound like you're, Always working on stuff. You're an inventor. What's going on? Tell us about you. Uh, well, I'm Kirk Highest. Uh, I'm I'm a, my day job is I'm a renovations contractor, and I renovate houses in small commercial spaces. I've been doing it now for about 20 years. I work with my hands mostly. Uh, I'm a tinkerer. I'm a thinker. Uh, and I met Brian. I actually renovated his house. I was here for about, uh, we're doing this interview at Brian's house for about uh, six, eight months. I, I don't know, on and off. A couple for... months too long. <laughs> Longer than he said it was going to be. Yeah. That's for of course. Sure. Yeah, so I was I, I was knee deep in the wrench. This was a few years ago. I was knee deep in the wrench trying to get this thing off the ground, trying to get my patents and so on and so forth. And uh, so we, we, you know, we became friends okay. and uh, I, I started working. I, I, I like to, I just like to create things. Okay. And uh, I came up with the wrench by just by applications I was using uh, when I was actually working in the field. And what does the wrench do? What was the problem that you solved? Well, the first problem that I solved, there are a few. The, the, the later ones happened after I started developing the wrench. But the first problem that it solved was... A straight shutoff valve underneath the sink or behind the toilet they're really hard to get to especially the compression valves so uh, the the old solution was to uh, connect a, a crescent wrench or a big wrench to secure the valve to tighten up the compression nut that's on on the actual valve and the problem is is when it's in really tight spaces you can't get your wrench back there to hold the valve Okay. So I thought of this several years ago. Uh, actually, I thought of it in 2004, but I didn't start working on it until 2014. Okay. Um, but anyway, so it solved the problem. I, I invented a wrench that would actually approach the valve from the back the, and hold the valve, and then I could tighten up the nut in the front. But once we started working on it, and I have some friends that are mechanics, because a lot of my friends work with their hands also, I showed them my prototypes, and they said, well, I could probably do this. I could probably do that. Oh. So then we started working on it, and then it actually moved into the automotive, automotive and aerospace uh, spaces as well as industrial. And the homeowner. And the homeowner. All right, and good. Stephen, when I, when I see the wrench that he had uh, ever since he was working on my house, I, I always kept that. I, I love the idea. I love the, the idea of finding somebody to license and, and make the product for you. And I, I just... 
from the time I, uh, I laid eyes on the wrench, I always asked her how I could get involved, how I can get involved. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was fortunate to be able to get involved with uh, him and, and we were able to, you know, take it forward. Well, let's talk about the process a little bit because everybody's always curious. So, Kurt, you're, you work with your hands. You saw a problem. You're in the trades. It seems like a lot of products are getting licensed because of people that are in the trades. Hell, you know what a problem is. You're dealing with it all the time. So how did you build the prototype? Was that hard? Well, my first prototype, uh, this is a very funny story because my first prototype, I, it was in 2000. It was in, uh, it was November 4th of 2014. I didn't have work for about a week. I was in between jobs and uh, I went to Packetans. I had this idea drawn out on paper a couple years before. I dug out my old notebook and I went to Packetans and bought some clay. And I drew it out on paper. I carved the, I formed the clay, carved it out on my drawing, and I put it in the oven and baked it for about, I don't know, I think it was about 30 minutes. And uh, I pulled it out of the oven and I asked my wife, I said, have you ever seen a million dollars before? And she was <laughs> like, no. And I was like, here you go. And I showed it to her. Obviously, she rolled her eyes and said I was absolutely crazy. So I went from that. And then I made an actual prototype. Uh, but I, you took a welded piece and welded it on. Exactly. I, 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 uh, I took a crescent wrench. I cut the handle off of it, inverted it. And that was my first real prototype. Okay. Uh, but when I got, this is a later story, when I got into to the patent process, it wasn't patentable. My, my patent attorney found some, some uh, prior art. And so I had to think outside of the box. Okay. So let's move it forward. Um, you put together a great sell sheet. I saw it. Wonderful. We're going to show that up on the screen in a minute. Um, it communicates pretty clear. You did a good job. Congratulations, because it's really important to have those sell Thank sheets you. done well. Um, when you started to reach out to companies, say, hey, this is my idea. Here's my sell sheet. Was that easy or hard? Well, Kirk started out reaching out with the companies uh, about a year and a half ago. Yes. And, and I'd have to say it was pretty hard. Right? It was difficult. It was very difficult. It was, I, I really didn't know where to look. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, you know, I, I was really having a really hard time. And then I bought one simple idea that you know, I didn't, I didn't have one simple idea when I started the process and I wish I did okay. because if I did, I probably would have shaved some time off of getting it licensed. Probably some money too. Yeah, a lot of money. Okay. Uh, and right. so when I bought one simple idea, then it gave me that roadmap okay. of where to go from there. And okay. then I bought Brian the, uh, he, the yeah, he bought me the same book for Christmas. And then I didn't read it because I, I just don't read a lot of books, but then I downloaded it on the audio because okay. I drive a lot for my job and I think I'm on my ninth time through now. Well, thank you. So you guys are pretty happy right now. I mean, you know how to yeah. very awesome. So you know how to do this, huh? <laughs> so well, we're, we're we're getting there. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, it's a lot easier than I'd say. You know, when Kirk started, and I think you know mm -hmm. some of the pitfalls maybe. Um, you know that I think it, if I look back and listen to what Kirk told me, he did was he narrowed in on just a few companies. Okay. Um, and, and really, he had one company in mind that he thought was a slam dunk. Maybe he had, he had a contact at the company. Uh, really thought they were going to take it first off, no doubt. And uh, they reviewed it for over a year before they gave them a no. Uh, they had the prototypes and, and everything. And they, they came back and said, no, this will, this, uh, this wrench will, 
take away from us selling two or three other wrenches. And so at, at that point, I think Kirk, probably you were uh, pretty deflated. And I, I think was deflated. He kind of set it down for a while. He said, you know, we started to work on our other projects, the smokestacks and uh, rapid smoker. And uh, once he kind of put it out of his mind and we moved on for a little bit. And then when I came back on board, I said, I'll take over the calls. Let me handle the phone calls. I'll make the list. I'll do all of that part. You continue to innovate, work on the PTAs. And, and we've kind of divided our roles up within this, uh, within our inventing process. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute because I think it's really interesting. A lot of inventors think they have to do it all, right? And yeah. it, that's what he did. And that was probably I, I his biggest problem. Yeah. I okay. Tried. It's so, very difficult. I mean, so having a team, that's pretty awesome. I mean, I've always had a team. Right. So you, you divide it up. Brian, looks like you're you like to call. I mean, that's what you've done before. Yeah. I mean, so it's, that, that, I, I'm in sales. I, I cold call on people all the time. So making a phone call is nothing. I have right. to do it face to face mostly. All right. And, you know, that's a perfect teamwork. Anybody that's listening, you guys, if you're having a struggle, if you're struggling at this and if you don't have certain skills, find someone that has the skills. You guys did it. I think that's it's right. very, let's talk. OK, let's speed it up. Um, you have another idea. I know we can't talk about it. Maybe we can, maybe we cannot. But I saw it, and I was very impressed because you guys like to eat. You, you, you like to you like to barbecue, man. I, I know you do. Yeah, we like Well, here's the other thing. Yeah. So when we came up with the idea for our, our second product, which is Smokestacks Pans, um, you know, I, I was cooking, barbecuing, but Kirk's a chef by trade. So this guy, not only he can build you a house yeah. and remodel your kitchen. Yeah, I went to the CIA and culinary, I went to the Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park, New York. That was my previous life. Okay. So yeah. so we started cooking and then we said, well, we, we got to come up with the barbecue pan that's round. Why is everything always square? Everything's square and these cookers are round. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. Because I've seen that product. I really like it. Um, <clears throat> looks like you can cook more. Is that correct? What's the big benefit of your your smokestack? You can cook more. Is it yeah, easier? You can cook, you, okay. Yeah, it's easier to cook. So you can cook on multiple levels. So you can stack these pans. They're the only stackable, really stackable barbecue pans that are out there. And you can stack them, and it still allows you to get the smoke and airflow that you want to get when okay. you're barbecuing. Right. And then it doesn't the, the meat and the sides they don't drip and, and get cross contaminated because they're they're solid base okay. pans. So it so, allows you to maximize your cooking space. So you're taking the same principles you've learned and you're applying it over here as well, calling companies, finding it, the good fit, all the great stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we probably have at this point submitted smokestacks to at least 20 to 25 companies. All right, good. All right, I want to wrap it up. How did it feel to sign that contract? Oh, it was, it was, it was fabulous. It was, uh, it was a long time coming, almost four years. Okay. And uh, like Brian said, you know, I, I set it down for a little bit because I couldn't do it all. It, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was really stressful. Okay. And uh, but Brian convinced me to. He's like, listen, let's let's resurrect this. Let's do it. I'm going to help you. I can help you. And and he did. And let me it, make the it, calls. It was the best uh, the best signature I ever put on a piece of paper. Wonderful, you guys. You guys are a great team. Uh, and I saw it the first time. I. I, yeah. I Saw you guys out there, and I, I just noticed I love teams, and I'm really happy that we, we were able to meet out in Michigan. You guys are, I'm sure there's going to be oh. more and more stories, and I'm really happy to have you on. So thank you very much for sharing your journey today. Is there any last, any bit of advice you'd give anybody that's watching today? 
for I'll go first. I would just say you got it. I know this is a plug for you, but that the one simple idea is really the roadmap that anybody can use and needs. It's so easy to understand your book. You just have to apply those principles, follow the steps, and anybody can do this. I'm not an inventor by trade. Kirk is more the inventor than I am. And I can come up with ideas and then he makes he takes the idea and makes it possible. Like, oh, this is how it can be manufactured or we need to change this. I may say, let's come up with the barbecue pan. And he says, well, we can't just have a round pan. That's no good. We need something. We need structure in the patents. So, you know, follow the book. And if you can find a teammate, a partner, don't do it alone, because I think having somebody else to take the risk with you, but also to share that passion, because your, your family can't listen to it all the time, but Kirk can listen to it every day. <laughs> yeah, and my bit of advice would be to hang in there, hang tough. It's going to be a long journey, and believe in your dreams. Even sometimes you might you might be the only one that thinks it's a great idea, but keep thinking it's a great idea because it, it really is. Dreams do come true. You, you can make it happen. You just have to persevere. You have to keep your nose to the grindstone. You have to work hard. You have to put in those extra hours. If you have an extra, if you have a day job, you got to come home at night and work another three or four hours. You know, if your if your wife and kids go to bed, then you that's when you, if that's when you have to do it, that's when you have to do it. But that's that's it. You got to keep your nose to the grindstone. That's what it takes. You guys, what a pleasure having you both on. Congratulations on all your success. I'm going to keep watching you guys. We'll have you back on when you get the other deal that's happening because I know that's not too far away. So everybody, yes, absolutely. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Kurt. There you go, everybody. Thanks. Another another Thanks. great Thank team. You.